0: Welcome and you're listening to locked on now NHL local experts on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host Kanani Stevens. Thank you for making locked on now your first listen every single weekday. We have our locked on NHL hosts here. They're ready to recap a very full night of NHL action from Thursday, but we're going to start with our biggest game in Calgary. The biggest game. The Flames won the biggest game of the night thanks to the sixth hat-trick of Johnny Gaudreau's career. Locked on Flames has the T after beating the reigning champs. So, Johnny Gaudreau had a hat-trick tonight. It was his first hat-trick since 2019 against the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Michael Backlund also had a goal. It was quite an unfortunate night for the Tampa Bay Lightning as they just let themselves unravel and showed their truly undisciplined selves after they allowed sean monahan to get under their skin when all he did was close the distance between him and stephen stamkos you're really gonna allow a fourth line center a fourth line center with a bum hip mind you to get under your skin like that oh please johnny gaudreau for heart everyone not quite time for a full panic, but Tampa Bay has now dropped two games in a row as they fell to Calgary last night. Locked on Lightning, rehashes what went wrong post game.
1: Well, it was a night to forget up in Calgary as the Tampa Bay Lightning lose their second consecutive game of the season. That's the first time all year long, falling 4 1 to the Flames, who are one of the best teams. Western Conference, the only goal in this one coming from Alex Kalorn, his 18th of the season. Just a tough game from the get go. Uh, that's what happens when you go up north. We saw on the show that this was going to be a tough stretch for the Lightning out in the Pacific Northwest. They look to bounce back up in Edmonton on Saturday. And tune into the next episode of Lock on Lightning as I'll recap the, tonight's game, all that and more.
0: David Pasternak playing hero on Thursday night at the TD Garden locked on Bruins recaps how a late goal from Pasta got Boston the win over Chicago.
2: Things finally went the Boston Bruins way in the final minute of a game after going three over the past four games, allowing a game tying or game winning goal in the final minute of regulation. The Boston Bruins turned the tables and scored with about 17 seconds left against the Chicago Blackhawks to get a much-needed victory. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and it was David Posternock who scored uh, the game-winning goal late in the third period off uh, a great effort from Taylor Hall to get him the puck in front of the net, burying it past Kevin Lankanen. Uh The Bruins now are uh, 8-1-1 over their past 10 games. Very much trending in the right direction with uh, just over a week until the trade deadline. And as we go down the home stretch of the regular season, catch all the latest on the black and gold on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast hosted by myself, Ian McLaren.
0: The Senators overcame a slow start just in time to get an OT victory over the Kraken. Locked On Senators has more on that dramatic finish.
3: Never in doubt. I'm Ross Levitan from the Locked On Senators podcast with a quick recap of a 4 3 overtime win on home ice where Josh Norris scores two goals, including the overtime game winner, in his 100th career NHL game. It was a great start. Ottawa got out to a 3 0 lead heading into the third period where they've been automatic when leading after two periods. After tonight, they're 18 1 1 in 20 games when leading after 40 minutes, but it became eerie as Seattle scored two goals in quick succession and then added a third to tie this game at three and the Senators of old would have folded like a cheap tent and allowed Seattle to get the win, but not this team. Hard fought overtime, Stutzla draws a penalty and next thing you know, Josh Norris from his office gets his 37th goal in his 100th game. This kid is a complete star in the making. For more on this game, And the weekend ahead for the Belleville Senators, join us on Locked On Senators podcast wherever you download yours because we've got your team every day.
0: Three third-period goals from the Maple Leafs forced overtime last night, but Arizona was able to salvage a win in OT. Locked On Coyotes tells you how they got it done.
4: Are the Coyotes the hottest team in the NHL right now? Or is the craziness of March just extended its way to hockey because the Arizona Coyotes have won their 4th straight game and remain perfect to start the month of March with a 5-4 overtime win over the Toronto Maple Leafs most recently. This was another crazy game, another high scoring game for the Arizona Coyotes. And they pull it off again, yet another win, despite that scare in the third period, allowing three goals in a row. Well, two goals in ten, and just like less than a minute apart. But, ooh, that was a scare for the Arizona Coyotes. But let's give a shout out to the people who contributed. Jacob win two goals for himself, including the game winning goal in overtime. Matias Michelli, the rookie coming up from the Tucson Roadrunners, two points for himself already. Alex Galchenyuk, a former Maple Leaf, goes and gets two points himself as well. Obviously, there are more players who have contributed, but what a game overall for the Arizona Coyotes, once again remaining perfect in the month of March. Can they keep this one up? That is a big question. We're going to have to answer that question, see what the Coyotes can be doing. As they continue this month, we're going to talk about it on the next episode of the Locked On Kies Podcast. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: It all came down to a shootout in Minnesota last night, and many ended up getting it done. Locked On Wild tells you how they handed the Red Wings their fourth loss in a row.
1: As Heath Ledger so eloquently said in the dark night, a little fight in you. I like that everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, and uh, recapping a 6-5 to five shootout win for the Minnesota Wild over the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, the Wild got some assistance in this one as Alex Nigelkovic tried to baseball bat a puck out of the air and ended up scoring on himself. Jewel Erickson Eck says thank you. But uh, the Wild also getting two goals from Matt Boldy. They get a goal from Kirill Kaprizov. They get a goal from uh, Jewel Erickson Eck. And uh, all in all, despite trailing four to two, the Wild bounce back, something we haven't seen over the last 10 games. And they end up getting the win in the shootout as Kevin Fiala is able to uh, pick up the shootout winner. And so for the Wilds, after that two and eight stretch, two and oh, and the offense looks to be back on track. Now the defense, and the goaltending, not the best, but uh, at the end of the day, it is uh, about getting the win, surviving fight night, and uh, living to fight another day. For more on the Minnesota Wilds, make sure to follow Locked On Wilds wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Coming up, more from a busy night in hockey. This is Locked On Now NHL. This episode of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online. It's that wonderful time of year again, March Madness, just a couple of days away. So make sure you head over to Bet Online for. Prop bets, odds, whatever you want to do or fill out your brackets and try to guess which teams are going to win. They have you covered completely. So just head over to betonline.net. Welcome back to Locked On Now NHL. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Now, the Carolina Hurricanes handed the Colorado Avalanche their first shutout loss of the season in the best performance of the night. The best performance. It was certainly a statement win for the Hurricanes as they held the Avalanche scoreless en route to the victory. Locked on Hurricanes explains how Carolina was able to shut out Colorado for the first time this season.
5: Hey there, hockey fans. Jared Ellis here, host of Locked on Hurricanes. And tonight we saw a matchup between two members of the 2019 wildcard chaos squad, the Carolina Hurricanes and the Colorado Avalanche but wildcard teams no longer. These are the top two teams in the NHL, and this was a very hotly anticipated matchup. These teams hadn't played each other in nearly two, or actually a little over two years. And the Carolina Hurricanes ended up being the first team to shut out the Avalanche all season long. Ranta came away with a 36-save shutout performance. The Hurricanes defense really stepped up and was able to shut down the Colorado Avalanche which no one has been able to really do this season, obviously, because no one has shut them out yet. But I do think Coach Moore said it best. This game was a really even game. Hurricanes won the first. Avalanche won the second. And Hurricanes obviously won the third period. Our defense really stepped up big, especially in that second period. Jacob Slavin had an outstanding defensive performance in this game. Ethan Bear was able to bounce back. He scored what would end up being the game-winning goal. But on Tiranta, I think he had the quote of the night. He said, the season's not over. And now it's time to look ahead to Philly in our next game on Saturday. So make sure you tune in to Locked on Hurricanes wherever you you get your podcast to get a full breakdown of tonight's game against the Avalanche and go Canes.
0: The Avs were ice cold, couldn't find the back of the net against Carolina and locked on Avalanche breaks down the loss.
6: Colorado Avalanche get shut out for the first time this season in Carolina, a two to nothing loss, but it was, I would say much closer than that. It was, I mean, you know, you had a a one to nothing game and, you know, Carolina gets a empty netter to make it two to nothing, but, They both came late in the third, and this was a back-and-forth game by every stretch of the imagination. Carolina really dominated the beginning of the game. The Avalanche took it back and really dominated the later parts of the first and pretty much all of the second. And then the third was just back-to-back-to-back-to-back, and you just kind of knew some freakish kind of play was going to win it, and that's exactly what happened for Carolina.
3: Yeah, after five scoreless
6: periods now from the Avalanche, you think frustrations are now mounting, and it's almost apparent in how that third period played out and Carolina was able to take advantage. You have to wonder if this is going to kind of force the issue for the Avalanche as we are in the midst of the trade season. And is this going to do anything to Joe Sakic make him kind of pull the trigger on a deal? Uh, because, you, have, you know, they're still top the standings, but as of late seem to be struggling a little bit more to kind of pull away from teams and really put teams away as you saw in New Jersey and them just hanging on for dear life against the Islanders. And here they just couldn't get anything past Ranta and you have it. a prize fight up fighter matchup basically this was of two teams that could potentially meet in the Stanley Cup final and if this is any indication that would be a phenomenal series. So the Abs lose it 2 to nothing, doesn't get any easier. They go back home and they face the Calgary Flames which they played not that long ago and that was an epic game. So it just gets more difficult for the Abs and these are ones that they have to start winning.
0: The Nashville Predators got the win over the Ducks on Thursday, and they're racking up important wins just at the right time. Our Lockdown Predators host is happy to see this team is heading in the right direction. Well, they kind of went cold
7: for a little bit, but the Nashville Predators are heating up yet again everybody, Nick Morgan here from the Lockdown Predators podcast. Nashville beats the Anaheim Ducks 4-1 to tonight at a packed and raucous Bridgestone Arena. Yeah, even though the Preds-Ducks rivalry isn't what it was a couple of years ago, and even though the Ducks have kind of fallen off in the playoff race this year, this still felt like a playoff atmosphere. And pretty much any game the Preds play from now until the end of the season is going to feel that way just because every point in the Western Conference playoff race is going to be so important. Preds gotta keep hot. One thing I love about the Preds over the past three games has been how much their big guns have stepped up to lead the team to victory. We saw it again tonight Matt Duchesne, two goals and an assist. Philip Forsberg, Three points tonight. UC Soros, another big game in net. He is really fighting his stride after a little bit of a rough patch. That's the key for the Nashville Predators. If their big guns are firing on all cylinders, they can match up with any team in the West. And yes, I am including the the Avalanche and the Golden Knights. Even the Calgary Flames, teams that are really kind of the top tier of the West right now, the Predators have the talent to match them. It's just at times this year, they've fallen off a little bit. You know, they've gotten cold. They've made games. They've had games where they've made a lot of mistakes. But these past three games, they have shown how dangerous a team they can be if they stay focused. That's going to be the key for the Preds going forward. You can listen to our show tomorrow morning on the Locked On Predators podcast. We will be recapping tonight's game and the Preds' continued push for the playoffs.
0: That's all for us today on Locked On Now NHL. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kaidani Stevens. This is Locked On Now.